For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Did you guys see, <laughs> okay, this, hey, this could be the cold open. Did you see uh, intern Brian's meme with, uh, what's his name, Drake with the Kraken and the Seahawks? Did you guys see this? Lova, did you I don't know that? if I saw it. What, do you have it? I, he might have put it up on the release the show Instagram. I can't remember if he put it on our hockey podcast Instagram where, oh, he's nodding. Yeah. Okay. So he put it up on the hockey podcast Instagram. So my apologies, but it was really funny. It was just Drake, you know, looking really sad. And it, and it was like crack and lose. And then uh, it was like looking really happy. And it was like yeah. Seahawks win. And it was awesome. And he was and I, smiling. Dude, I was cracking up laughing at it, looking at Instagram. And then cracking I up. it was our account. And then I laughed even harder. Uh, Brett missed the dead joke. <laughs> what? What did he say? Nothing. Such show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good shit, though, intern Brian. Good shit. Yeah, crushing the game, dude. Changing the game forever. <laughs> Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh! Holy catfish. Yeah, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? That's Lofa. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. network my voice is uh, about 80 percent back i'd say but it sounds a lot better than last week um thank you for tuning in and thank you for joining us i'm seahawks super fan brett davern he's seahawks legend lofa tatupu and this is the seahawks podcast on the believe network on today's episode the seahawks are back in the w column and it felt really easy honestly um, also, we had a great time uh, live up there in Seattle meeting a lot of you and hanging out and raising money for charity. So shout out to all of you. We'll be talking about that. And um, also, let's check in on our score prediction challenge from this last week from the Jaguars game on Instagram. We do this every week. Some people got really close this week. There were some 42 to sevens. There were some 24 to sevens, but nobody got 31 to sevens. So the oh. giveaway is still in play. Uh, make sure you check it out every week on our Instagram and put your predictions for what's going to happen uh, in the cat or in the uh, someone. Comment. Someone is really mad at Travis Homer right now for <laughs> returning that onside kick. Yeah, right. Spoiling it. Um, what is the what is it that Scott Van Pelt does? The bad beats. That, right? yeah. That's yeah. a tough one. <laughs> Takes an onside back. <laughs> but but a sweet play, a sweet play. Oh, we were going wild. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you guys got emails or thoughts, you can send those to seahawkspod at gmail.com if you want to send an old-fashioned email or letter or anything like that. 
Um, also check us out on all social media at Believe in Seahawks. All right, Lofa, let's get to the. Oh, wait a second. No, not yet. There's a oh, live read. No, we got to read. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> read. Burn it. I thought I was in the clear. Uh, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts, everybody. The best place to place your wagers online. Uh, use our promo code. Believe 50. Is that right? No. Shit, did you change it on me? No, I didn't. Listen, I'm never the one that changes it. I feel it. like you are the one. I feel like you no, do this on purpose. Always shooting the message. It's just believe, folks. B-L-E-A-V. <laughs> just not setting me up for success. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm just the other host on this podcast. I'm not the producer. Okay. I'm a big guy. You just got to email it to me. Just throw it up. I know. I just, I just, it's hard because I'm the only other person in the window here and I, I'm getting the blame. That's all right. I've got big it's a trust thing. It's all right. I got big shoulders. I'll, I'll take it. Um, anyway, everybody betonline.ag use promo code believe for the welcome bonus. Um, we're not checking in with Jimmy bets because there's no Seahawks to bet on. So, you know, go there yourself and find the other things to bet on. <laughs> I can't lose this week, baby. Can't lose. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so Lofa. Okay. The Seahawks, we destroy the Jags. This weekend, um, at a certain point, I had had too many adult beverages at the Queen Anne Beer Hall at the live event we were doing. And I got to be honest, I kind of stopped paying attention to the game. <laughs> this one feels like a blur. I mean, it felt easy, right? We, we got up early, stayed up the whole time, only gave up one touchdown. What's not to love, Lofa? It was a bloodbath, right? No, yeah, this is uh, the win that we needed quite frankly, but, and it's in the fashion that we should expect because the Jaguars are not a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we, we handle business the way we should accordingly. And uh, 31-7, uh, there's really a lot of great things that come out with this game. Uh, everybody played well, like everybody. <laughs> yeah, I would say right off the bat, <laughs> I did get a little concerned on that first offensive, uh, you know, moment there at the goal line. The goal line. Tyler was down on the one, and then it took us four times to get oh it in. I was God. like, guys, if it's going to be this way against the Jags, I'm going to be upset all day. But here, I, I made it my background, you know, Gino time. <laughs> yes. Supermaning into the end zone. Uh, that would be my only kind of like, you know, apprehensive moment maybe of the day. But Lofa, um, we usually start with the offense. Let's start with the defense. Because they had a shutout for pretty much the entire game. Uh, they played great. A lot of pressures. Um, only one official sack recorded by our guy, Ryan Neal. Mm-hmm. But uh, go ahead and talk about uh, the defense, Lofa. I mean, if there's any cause of concern, it was like really the first drive or two uh, before Robinson got hurt. I mean, he was averaging five and a half. That's not awesome. But as soon as he went out, I mean, all concerns were put aside. It was um, they handled business. And like you said, almost a shutout. It was close. Um, Bobby Wagner, 14 total. Uh, Jamal, 10 total. Yeah. Uh, Ugo, nine, right? Yeah. I mean, so there was just. It was it was Seahawks defense that we're used to seeing, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's the the cool thing. And then uh, Diggs with another interception. I, I don't know if that's like his fourth straight year with three at least three. Right. Yeah. He set some kind of record. He's the only one in the NFL in the last four years with at least three, and then he had five last year, I believe. So uh, he, he had like seventeen or something since he's been here. Um, guy's been amazing, and you know I, I hope we we find a way to keep him next year because. Um, it was a concern coming into this season as he wanted an extension, remember? 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he's proving that he deserves one at, yeah. at this point. I mean, he's playing great. I mean, for some reason, he's kind of like our, our guy, KJ Wright, in a way where he kind of flies under the radar, maybe nationally or, or, or whatever. But we get to see him play all the time. And man, he's he's great. Um, uh, what was it? Gonna, you mentioned something that I was going to jump on and then I don't remember. What Probably Jamal. Are you going to jump on Jamal? No, well, all right. <laughs> here's our here's our weekly segment, guys. We need oh, to talk man. about Jamal Adams, um, but it's not always necessarily negative. Like you said, Lofa, five tackles, five assists, that yeah. is 10, but no sacks, no turnovers. I thought this would be the game. I mean, I don't know, you know why it wasn't or whatever, but it wasn't. Um, but uh, look, a better game overall, and the whole defense played better, so I'm happy. And so this week's episode of We Need to Talk About Jamal is not necessarily that negative. No, it's a good one. Yeah, he was active um, and, uh, you know, all over the field. So you, you like to see that. And then, uh, you know, shout out to our boy, Neil, like come, coming up with uh, like four or five in a sack. And so, I mean, everybody chipped in here. It was, um, you know, pressure was, applied. you know, even though we didn't get sacks, you know, we had one. Uh, but, you know, pressure was applied up front and uh, stuffed the run game after Robinson left. Uh, I was excited about how the defense played. I remember what I was going to say earlier, and and you just made me think of it. it. It was when you said Ugo Amadi. I want to just give a shout out. He always plays great. We're always seeing him show up when he's in the game, when he's not injured. You know, he missed some time. But, man, I, I love this guy. He's like just like – Man, he's a stud. Fast and hits hard and he, brings it. and He can do on. it all. And he reminds me uh, – because Ugo's a duck, right? He's Oregon well, duck. He is, yeah. Yeah. And um, he reminds me of an Oregon Duck we had, you know, back in the day, Walter Thurman the third. Oh, sure. Who, you know, had he not got hurt in college, he would have been a first or second round pick and uh, rehabbed off a, a, a gruesome knee injury and uh, was was balling for us and a couple other teams, you know. And, yeah, you love those guys that can do everything. They can cover. They can, you know, blitz when they need to. And uh, and they show up in the run game. And so it was uh, – it's awesome to see him out there. Well, let's go to the offensive side of the ball. Gino time, right? Gino was 20 of 24. He completed 14 in a row at one point during the game. Ooh. He ended with 195 yards and two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, I mean, great game from Gino. Uh, go ahead. I mean, incredibly efficient. <laughs> Only four yeah. incompletes, right? Um, right? You know, got rid of the ball in a timely fashion, which is what I think, you know, some of the complaints, not just from from us, but you know the coaches and uh, you know fans alike. So it was good, and just good to have see him have a good game because he's been so close. You know, he's kept us in every game, which is is what you you hope for in a backup quarterback. But you know, I think he he has really made the most of his opportunities, other than just unfortunate turnover in the in the end of the game, the Rams and the uh, Pittsburgh game. Um, but you know, one was, I, I'm still going to go to bat for him. One was a pass interference that they didn't call. And the other one, it was just the defensive MVP in the running, you know, uh, TJ Watt making a great play. So, um, he, he showed some, some great throws and, um, you know, DK, like you said, just throwing it up to him, but then also lock it. You asked for him and you got him, my man. Uh, oh, yeah. 12 for 142. Um, you know, he, he's just a special player, that guy. Yeah, totally. Are, I mean, let's let's talk about DK though, because DK, you know, we've been talking about how he needs to have that big game, and you know, it's it's he's due, it's time. I mean, he ends with two touchdowns, I think sixty-four yards receiving or something like that. So not a ton of yards, but you know, the two touchdowns. Um, 
great game for him. People are on Twitter though, and here we go again. Now I know how you get when I when I do this, but I Lofa, it's my job to keep my ear to the ground. I'm I'm the fan here, and so I listen to what the fans are saying and I read the fan tea leaves. And I'm looking at Seahawks Twitter last night. And a lot of fans are pulling out what DK said after the game in his post-game press conference about uh, – he was asked about the first touchdown catch specifically. And what he says was, uh, roughly, I've been here a long time, and that's the first time I've ever gotten a pass like that. It starts with trust, and that was displayed out there. And then he goes on to say, I'm a big receiver. Throw it up and let me get it. And a lot of fans have been saying in his whole time here that that's kind of what Russ doesn't do. And that's what mm. Gino did, and we saw it on display. And was DK sending a message to Russ? Not sending a message, but just sort of saying like, "Hey, throw it up, let me get it," or you know, I mean, or is he talking about his own game and just saying that's what I need? I mean, it, I don't know. It was an absolute mossing of sorts, so I could see how it could be, you know, translated into "throw me, just throw it up." Yeah, you know. And but was it a shot at Russ? No, no. I think. I think he's just letting, you know, maybe the coaches too, not just uh, Russell, uh, but that just just give me the chance, especially if it's a one-on-one coverage. And so yeah. um, I think that's a fair assessment. I don't think it was a shot at Russ. No, no, I don't I don't think it's a shot, but I think like I, like I, I don't know, like a lot of people are saying it. I don't think people are saying it's a shot. I think people are just saying that it's a a a a a wink maybe or a like side, <laughs> you know, like a glance maybe, just a like well, that, hey, throw me the ball it's not it's not Keyshawn. throw me the damn ball but it's yeah. i'm a big receiver throw it up and let me get it that's exactly what he said he's right and that's what they need to do i mean those are what we consider 50 50 balls but when you have a guy like dk more of a 75 25 80 20 so mm-hmm. i agree with dk and uh but no it was not a shot okay uh dk battling all day against former hawk shack griffin i mean dk got the better of that one didn't he uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Um, you know, I, I love Shaq and I uh, wanted him back, but you know, I told you we weren't going to be able to afford what I think it was 15 or 16, you know, a year, um, especially when we had Jamal to get on a contract and some other things. Oh, there it is. There's the catch. Oh, right now, now that's a picture right there. Yeah, that is sweet. That's Who took that? Was that you, intern Brian? <laughs> oh, man. I wish we could get intern Brian that accent. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah, no, that's a that's a Sports Illustrated cover right there. Yeah. Um, the other receiver, which he's not the other receiver by any means, but uh, big game for Tyler Lockett. Twelve catches, one forty-two. Like you said, Lofa, I called for it right here on the air, and they yeah. were listening, man. Uh, the trick play was awesome. I mean, Tyler just doing Tyler things, right? Yeah. Um, again, I mean, it, it goes overlooked because he didn't score, right? Um, the, the big story is DK with two touchdowns. Um, but I mean, the guy can do it all. And I mean, we, we should start thinking about putting him back there to return some kicks. If, if our offense doesn't get going earlier in games, you know, cause it's, I mean, he made the pro bowl as a returner, uh, his first couple of years. So, um, can never say enough good things about, about, uh, Lockett. I don't know. What did Russ call him? Our, our little, uh, did he call him our little magician or he's magical? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So I can't wait. Can't wait to get Russ back throwing to him, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really cool to see him have a big day. And, uh, yeah, great win all around for the team. Uh, but while we were watching the game, Lofa, you and I and producer Katie were at uh, Queen Anne Beer Hall there in Seattle, live and in person. 
And, you know, we were mixing it up with the people watching the game and we were able to raise quite a bunch of money for uh, Special Olympics Washington. I just want to like give the people who came out a shout out real quick and thank you guys very much for buying the raffle tickets and, you know, chopping it up with us. And people were interested in the podcast, of course. And it was just it was just a really good time and cool to meet meet people in person. So um, shout out to everyone who came out and shout out to the Queen Anne Beer Hall who uh, not only gave us a home for the afternoon and we're talking about making it our home forever, our forever home. We're talking about getting married, everybody. Moving in? Uh, yeah, we're talking about moving in together. Um, but shout out to them because uh, they also matched all of the donations that came in. So <laughs> what a cool thing for them to do. And also LOFA matched the donations coming in. So shout out to you, my man. And um, just all of the good... Uh, the goodwill and the positive vibes that happened on Sunday for Special Olympics Washington at the Queen Anne Beer Hall. So there you go. I don't know. Do you, what do you want to say about the event? Yeah, man. Uh, thank you. And I love you to everybody that's involved. Those who donated, um, those who came out and hung out, uh, Brett and Katie getting the the gear and the, and the swag bags that we raffled off. It was fun. It was special. And, um, you know, to, to able to, to to raise some money like that for a great cause, I couldn't be happier. And more proud yeah, of the team. And, and, dude, just to be in town for two games in a row, to feel the energy, right? Like, for me, you know, living out of town and living in L.A., but to be back in Seattle, especially two weeks in a row, and to, like, just really – you I mean, it's palpable around the stadium, even with the team having the year that they're having this year. Mm. And so thank you to everyone out there for sort of re uh, – inspiring me and motivating me as well that was really cool um the the tailgate you know the hawk alley tailgate uh, oh yeah justin and everybody down there i mean just doing a really great job you and big walt firing up the crowd you know that was cool and to be there for that was really awesome so um oh and also we have the jacket now lofa was wearing a pretty fresh jacket everybody <clears throat> excuse me while i clear my throat it was a white seahawk jacket and big walt signed it and lofa signed it and we weren't really sure what to do with it, to be honest. Um, and But we still have it. And so I think at, at whatever next live event we do, or maybe here on the show, we'll find a way to like auction it off or or figure out a way to, to raise a little bit of money with it again for charity and then give it away. And uh, that was cool for you guys to do that. So we still we still have the jacket. We, we brought okay. it back to L.A. and we have yeah. plans for it. We're just really not sure what those plans are. Yet. That's fine. I think we're probably going to do one, you know, a watch party down in L.A. and november this month or, or next month and oh yeah we'll uh we'll raffle it off i think raffles you know like that's a big ticket item maybe 20 bucks a raffle ticket oh, i yeah. don't know and, and the raffles are fun too because you just never know you know you never know yeah we did yeah. A, we did a the an event for the kraken show we do you know too at the queen Anne beer hall also and uh, one of the raffles we did one of the guys who won the biggest prize pack that we had he only had bought one raffle ticket you and just need won. one chance. And he was so happy. It was so cool. So I, I love the sort of luck. Of what about the poor guy that walked up in the Rangers coat and I started booing him and everybody else started booing him. I was like, oh, shit. I, I didn't mean that. I mean, he bought. <laughs> so if you're out there listening, my man, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, well, uh, you know, the Kraken were playing the Rangers that night. He was in a Kraken bar. Like, yeah. Yeah. But everybody jumped on. I was they like, really oh, they did. <laughs> all in good fun. All in good fun. Yeah. Um, hey, let's zone in a little bit. We zone in here on the show because uh, Lofa's company is zone in CBD, the best CBD in the game. 
go to zonencbd.com to sign up for your subscription now or just order individual bottles, tanctures, tanctures, <laughs> topicals, uh, capsules, whatever you want. Use our promo code, which never changes. Believe. Yeah, I got control of this one, so it's not changing. <laughs> B-L-E-A-V. 20% off of your purchases at zonencbd.com. Um, let's zone in on the pin, Lofa. The pin heard around the world. The pin is out. The pin drop. Russell. Do we have a picture of it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we do. I think we do have a picture of it. Uh, Russell has had the pin removed from his finger, which means he should be back in Green Bay. No more fake shadow reps for Lofa. Or not he's, for, uh, not for yeah. Lofa, for Russ. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, he missed a golden opportunity to hashtag Nike. Just do it. I almost did it for him on the, uh, <laughs> It does look like the way it's laid out. Yeah. I, when I scrolled past it, I was like, what the hell is that? And then I saw it was Russ's page. I was like, oh, it's his pen. Dude, when I scrolled past it, I was like, they put that in your finger? Oh, yeah. oh bro. I, yeah, I've had I've had those in my hand before. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, but yeah. So on like the fourth and fifth, what is that, metacarpal? I don't know, something like that. Yeah. But, um, right? Doesn't that look like a little Nike swoosh? Turn, turn your head a little bit to the side it does yeah no it does yeah i dude I, if i look i already never had you know visions of ever playing in the nfl or anything but if, <laughs> if i needed any further proof it's looking at stuff like that yikes i mean i think they zoned in on that one you know because it, it looks unless i mean russell's got big mitts right he had yeah. big at the combine he like he marked big hands right he had like the biggest uh did they measure it right? He had the biggest hands at the draft that year, didn't he? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that thing looks huge. Man, oh man, yeah. Well, that would I, hurt. What do you think? Is he playing in Green Bay then? Probably, right? I believe he is. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll see because the pin just came out this past like a couple of days ago, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got a week, and then you know he's got to practice or at least show that he can throw a ball. And well, I mean, he's probably in his living room, you know, dancing around by himself. Oh, I mean, yeah, Russell's working out. You know he's working oh, out right now. Um, but Sierra's like, what is he? Oh, he's just doing his shadow football again. Okay. <laughs> but um, but if not, I mean, you know, as I mean, we get the bye week, but we got, you know, two tough ones back to back, right? Yeah. We got Green Bay. And look, you don't look forward, you don't look ahead of the schedule when you're a player, but I'm not a player anymore. I'm going to look ahead. And and then we got Zona, our first matchup with Zona, right? And uh, I don't know. They might not have their guy, uh, Kyler. So, yeah. Well, so. look, we'll get into it next week, really. Uh, you know, the, the matchup with uh, Green Bay and stuff will really set all that up. But um, my early thought on it is that Russell has had some of his most iconic games of his entire career against the Green Bay Packers. And getting that pin out and returning at Lambeau Field against those Green Bay Packers could be just another Russell Wilson signature moment. It could be just like, what the doctor ordered. Oh, buddy. It could be like the Jordan flu game, you know, or, or one of those just like return of your hero type games. And so I'm really looking forward to that one, especially if he can play. Yeah. Um, more zoning in real quick uh, predictions for the bye week. Now, I know there's not going to be scores to predict, okay? But we can still make predictions for what's going to happen to the team and the players during the bye week. And you guys can have fun with this on our Instagram. Intern Brian will still put up a prediction graphic. And you guys can just tell us in the comments 
what your predictions for the bye week, your bye week predictions. Mine officially is that I predict that DK will gain at least 10,000 OnlyFans. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, sorry, 10,000 more fans. Wow. Uh, that's what I meant to say. Lofa, what are your predictions? Uh, my predictions are that the Cardinals are going to lose to the Niners. Oh. So take that. There you go. And we're going to inch our way back into this fight. I like that. I like that. I mean, he could gain 20,000 more OnlyFans. Oh, my God. But, you know, where was it? I'll stick with 10. That's fine. That's It's a lot. It's a lot, you know. <laughs> That's a wrap on us, everybody. Thank you very much. Let's get out of here while we still can. The email for the show is seahawkspod at gmail.com. That's seahawkspod at gmail.com. Follow, comment, subscribe, all of that on any podcast app. Uh, shout out to Brinks TV. Shout out to the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, we're on all social media at Believe in Seahawks. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. Lofa, break it down, my man. What do you got? I mean, WrestleMania is coming back, right? Oh, yeah. WrestleMania 3 on 3. 1, 2, 3. WrestleMania 3. 3. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.